Minyong, and welcome to Hallyu Jutsu, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Petey Ray. This is episode 57, Come At Me Proper, Don't Come At Me At All. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos! Welcome to another fine episode of Hallyu Juku. I am P.T. Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my buddy, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Cass. How you doing, Cass? What's up? That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, hold on. I have a, I have a, I've fucking added a myriad of things for us to talk about, right? And, and amongst those things, I, I forgot to mention, I, I just scrolled past it. Uh, last week, I tried to put a fucking Doki video in my <laughs> what I've been listening to, and it, and right when we start the show, guess what happened? Disappeared. You know what happened? Like a few hours after we stopped, and like I'll, I'll say the next day, next video day, yeah. was posted because <laughs> they hate us. Like, you, you sons of bitches! And now I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's on, it's on, probably it's on RK Pop. I'll, I'll put it in the sh- uh, show notes at some point. Uh, I'll throw that yeah. in there, uh, for everybody. Uh, yeah, the Doki, uh, Riach, Riach, <laughs> Biach, I'm Riach. Biach. Biach, I'm Riach. Skirt! <laughs> when he, when he, when he, when he just throws in that skirt, like, yeah. Oh, Doki. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we are here with another, another fantastic, uh, I think jam packed episode yeah. of, of stuff here. Uh, uh, jam packed episode of Howley Juku. Uh, we're going to get started. Uh, talk about what's new. Kaz, what, what's new? Mm-hmm. There's one thing that we're both going to be hyped about, about what's new with No Mercy, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So me and PD have been watching the reality boy, group show uh no mercy um over on and that's youtube channel oh no no no, it's on one the k um okay. it's on one the k but and that puts up like some of the performances and other stuff um and they just finished up an episode of their team performances which was episode seven um episode eight is out right now as we're recording this so you could also go and watch that um but we're going to specifically talk about what happened in episode seven because i feel like it got weird here <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. Um, so episode seven, what happened is they come into this, this setup of having to do, be split into two teams of five and do a singing performance and a dancing performance. Yeah, the singing performance is on episode six and then episode set of seven, they kind of split it up. So episode seven was all about the performance, ver- uh, uh, performance, right. performance right. stage. And, I think of of the two types of performances that they did, the singing was for both groups, in my opinion, were kind of okay. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't really feel either of them were weak, but I didn't really feel like either was super duper strong in their their showing in the singing performance. Um, I think the right team got the better judgment yeah. in that. Uh, which is the team we have, we're showing right now. Uh, team, uh, what is it? Seguero. 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 Okay. Um, which has, uh, uh, Shotgun. Shotgun! Uh, and I can't remember some of the other guys who's in that part with Shotgun. Um, yeah. but when we get to the dance performances, right? 
the the dance performance, especially the dance performance with Shotgun, who by his own admission and everyone else's was one of the worst dancers. They put in so much fucking work and their performance to me was fucking phenomenal. Like and creative. Yeah. It's so fucking creative. So blow out of the water with this like mad scientist and these robots. Um, the, the fucking temple, which, which fucking, uh, uh, I cannot think of the kid's name. Um, I've, I've praised him before and I cannot think of his name. Who's so well known for changing up the beats to the songs that he's gonna do and like yeah. changing the composition, which he is really fucking good at. Like, this is like the third time that he's done that. And because he's done that, he's had such a strong performance in changing up the composition. Cause I think he also changed up the composition to their, their singing as yeah. well. Um, and he just has such a mind for the composition of how a song should roll, uh, for, for his style and what he's going to do on stage, uh, which really, really is one of the other big things that helped them was his way that he composed this to, to be performed for them. Uh-huh. Um, and I just thought this performance was really fucking phenomenal. Now the yeah. other team's performance was Good. I thought it was really good. And and we showed them, you know, we showed one and the other. It was the other way around on the show. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you see, uh, uh, Jamin's, uh, oh, oh, you see their performance first. And their performance is really fucking good. It's really powerful. A lot of fucking powerful moves, a lot of fast, a lot of acrobatic kind of shit that went on in this thing. And like by the end, they were fucking dead, man. But yeah. they, they put it all out there. Like I'll give it to them. They put it all out there for this performance. Um, but I mean, for me, I feel like, I feel like the other team should have took this 2-0. Yeah. Like, when it really came down to it. And I just felt like the judges felt so bad because the both performances were really good that they were like, Oh, we can give them this point, but we're still going to fucking rip somebody from their team. Uh, yeah, I think it was like, I, I think it's honestly, it, it was like, all right, let's give this, let's give the performance round to them so that we can still have suspense as to who won the, won the whole thing over. Right. Cause, cause right. if you give both of them, it's like, all right, you, you lost, uh, you won this round, you lost. And, and then like that just kind of compacts and makes it kind of wrap up a little, uh, underwhelmingly. Uh, even right. though it's more accurate to say that, but. I think it was kind of, they booked it to, okay, you guys can, it was close enough that we can give it to you. It's like judgment decision. We can give you that win so that we can say it's one to one, you know, we can say it's one to one so that there's suspense for the final announcement of the overall winner. Uh, but this right. is, you know, it's, it's I felt, the, it, it, the it just, thing. it's, yeah, it, it was very showy to me to it give was, the other team a point. And then still be like, well, you lost. You know what I'm saying? Because of your singing performance. Like, well, if the singing performance was really all that mattered, and then you give them 1-1 one, one on both sides, like, because then that's, like, at that point, you should go, well, you lost the dancing, and you lost the singing, so we're going to take one from you and one from you. Like, so somebody gets sent home from both teams at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's so, at that point, it was so bullshit. Just give the other team both points and be like, you clearly lost. 
but you really performed your fucking asses off. But because you clearly lost, somebody has to go home. Yeah. I would that would have made so much more sense to me than to go. We're gonna give you a point anyway because we feel bad for you, but then we're still gonna send one of your fucking people home and make you feel even worse. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it was just so. It was so like TV at that moment. Yeah. Where I had been with this show up until that point that that happened. Even the point where K Will gets up and goes away for like 10 minutes so the fucking dudes could like have an emotional outpour on stage, you know? Like. Which, uh, which is an interesting moment. Uh, uh, and I have to say, I, I can't help but think that my, my thought was like, I wonder if, if, if what it, I'm thinking it was probably just that he had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> and then like oh wait they're, they're and then they just happen to record all this going on while in the moment it's like oh wait, wait i'm gonna have to pee let like, me, hold on. Let me ask you this really quick before you go into your next thing right were you su- were you surprised by who was sent home um i i don't think that i'm surprised i'm trying to i'm right now i'm i'm, I'm frantically looking up the the guy's name because uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to look up the guy's name because I'm as soon as I see him, uh, I'll I'll recognize it. But yeah, I I I don't know if I'm necessarily surprised because it's hard because mm-hmm. you try to pick out one person from that team that should go home or one person that from that team that maybe was a weak uh person, and it's hard to say any of them uh were. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I think it's Minkyun. Mink, Minkyun. Um, yeah. Minkyun. I, and here, here's the thing. I, I, I wasn't necessarily surprised because I think he, he, he has his really good points and he has his, uh, weaker points that I think, uh, that have been brought out during the show. And also, uh, I wasn't surprised because they telegraphed it early in the fucking episode <laughs> because they said they, they spent, I don't know, how, how was it? Like 10 minutes? With several people talking about how, man, Minkyun's the guy that I really want to debut and, <laughs> and work with, man. I love Minkyun. Minkyun's my boy. Minkyun. They didn't have anybody else. They didn't talk about anybody else. It was like, I don't know how long. Can, it was like, can I say this, right? You're going to tip your hand that, that obviously. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised, uh, by I... the moment. And I also kind of wasn't really surprised that he was the one. I've been waiting for him to get sent home. Yeah. I think it's tough, because I think he has skills, but he has this... That, he has some skills, but, but he has a lot of weaknesses. Yeah. Come back uh, home! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of them being the way in which he chooses to sing, which he's been told about multiple times not to, like, choose to sing that way. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. And, I mean, he seems like a really good, like like they said, I mean, I mean I'm going to reiterate what they said. He seems like a really nice, cool, genuine kid. But it just, it wasn't there for me since episode one. And I was yeah. so surprised that he made it this far in yeah. the episode. I think, <laughs> like, I think of the, I, I'm, surprised, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm surprised, I'm surprised it was a matchup thing too with how he lasted the the, the kind of the pairings yeah cuz 
I think he, and I still am not sure, certain he necessarily lost to Yusu in that kind of the, the, because him being the high boy, high note guy and the other guy being the low note guy. Uh, so like, so, but yeah, I mean, I, it, A, yeah, I wasn't surprised uh, that he was the guy that was going to be sent home. And B, when they actually announced the, the elimination, I wasn't surprised because God damn it, you tipped your hand. Like, you, you cannot have tipped your hand more obviously. No it, it was kind of funny. Like, it was kind of funny because you, you take fucking Juani and you go, who do you want to debut with? And and up to this point, you would probably think, oh, he's probably going to say Shotgun. Yeah. And he says, he says, Mickey. And I went, the fuck? <laughs> like, like I, I legitimately slid back from my desk like, I, what? No, honey, no. Like, <laughs> oh, honey, that, that ain't that ain't what you've been showing me this whole time. So, why are you showing me this now? Then you get to realize somebody's getting to go home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tip your hand. Uh, foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, nobody's. You're not pulling anybody you want to see. But, but yeah, it was it was some phenomenal performance, and I'm looking forward to checking out episode eight see what's going on yeah uh quickly what did you think of the whole like oh we're gonna bring in another rapper because we just <laughs> noticed we don't have that many rappers I mean, <laughs> right we, we just well noticed. all right the the way initially went was the words out of k-will's mouth was we have enough rappers right yeah so that made me think oh so shotgun johnny and i think there's one more rapper left yeah I was like, oh, these guys are safe. That's yeah. You're done with that. And I thought, like, that meant, like, all right, so that means now it's focused down on the singers. Like, like y'all motherfuckers got to get up, get out, and get something, like, or you're going home. Yeah. But then he's like, we're going to bring in another guy, which I'm assuming is going to be another rapper? Yeah. I think he said, like, something like, uh, we don't have, no, he actually said, like, we don't have that many rappers. We don't have enough rappers. And I'm, like, reading the subtitles, I'm like, you didn't notice that when it was four to eight ratio, <laughs> right? You notice like, that now? It's like, that's, but I, that's... I at the same time, I guess that's giving us that insight on it's probably going to be two rappers, three singers in this group, you know. But we have for them to wanna <laughs> for them to be bringing in another guy to finish out their competition, which at this point I'm thinking is probably just going to be ten episodes. Yeah. Probably, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that that's that's no mercy. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. And we're gonna we'll go check out the episode eight. We're gonna do that as soon as we're done with this. But we got a lot of stuff to cover, so let's move on. Uh, what's right. I have to ask you? What's okay? So now, what's new with you, music wise? Uh, let me let me know what's new with you. Biatch on Riach? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I stole this one from one of our other sections of the show, but I just had to talk about it because my girl Hyuna is back with Ford Minute. Um, with their song Cold Ring, which is definitely a darker look yeah. style wise for Ford Minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and a at first I didn't think yeah, yeah, a ballad, ballad a title track. track. Uh, which I, they, they've done one or two before, but um, yeah, not as, as a, a title track title. though. Yeah, not as a title track. Um, but initially I was a little kind of, oh, really? But I, I let the, I gave the song its chance, and I listened to it, and I was like, 
I'm not mad. Like, <laughs> I like this, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's nice. It's like dreamy. It's a little, you know, it's, it's, it's a ballad. Of course, it has a rap part because they got to <laughs> give Hyanna something to do. <laughs> right. It also, it also, um, it has that look of that fucking, uh, 21 video. Yeah. Uh, and another video that I can't think of at the moment. Uh, A-P- or A-Pink's, uh, LUV. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that, that like, uh, hazy, dreamlike mm-hmm. look while everybody's, uh, staring off in the distance. Right. Looking uh, like they're gonna go to a fucking funeral. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, but looking fabulous at the same time. It's like, it's oh, like, definitely. You are, you are either too, de- they're either, uh, too depressed to be uh, dressed, too depressed to be at the party they're dressed for, or too, uh, or dressed too flashy for the funeral year they're going to. <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was a, it was a cool song. I, I liked it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, cause this is apparently they're gonna, uh, promote with two title tracks. So this is the, the one, and I imagine the other one's gonna be a different thing. And again, uh, also, they kind of broken away from their brave sound stuff with this, so we'll see what yeah. they do with their uh, with their other title track. Not that they don't make great stuff with uh, brave sound, but uh, having some variety is always good. <laughs> definitely, I definitely agree with that, and I think that's the other thing that surprised me because we had talked about it. We were like, "You're probably gonna get a Brave Brothers track. Can't be mad. It's four minute. You know what I'm saying?" But we didn't initially, and. It's a surprise, but it's a surprise in such a good way. Loving it. Love the girls from Four Minute. Much respect. Moving on to my next song. Moving on. Um, this one is a dance clip because I didn't feel like looking for the video, and I thought the dance clip was pretty fun from uh Big Flow, uh, which is a a group we've been hearing from um in the past year or so. Um, and we, me and you, tend to generally like these kind of dance clippy, uh, fun, fun things. Um. Dance. Uh, and I thought the song was actually kind of silly and fun. Bad mama jama. Yeah. <laughs> Bad mama jama. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I I knew you would kind of get a kick out of it. <laughs> um, and I I just love their their performance. Like they're they're so performing to the song, you know. Like it's such a fun, silly song. And, and the, the style of the dance and choreography and everything is just goes with it so well. Yeah. I like a good high energy song. Like everything from like this, you know, I, you know, I love block B stuff. I loved 2 PM's last song. And like, uh, anytime you can kind of bring the energy, um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, to surprise, I think, uh, surprise uh, to a lot of people. I am not a teenage girl. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, the whole, uh, dreamy Korean boys just, uh, looking serious and d- depressed and sad. Not always my thing. It usually takes an <laughs> exceptional song to get me to kind of really get in, in, interested. But when you can give a high energy fun song for just, to just dance and sing along to, then I, you know, I think you, you kind of win me over. Obviously, they're not necessarily trying to win me over, but I'm just saying this is kind of the stuff that, that usually, uh, wins me over, uh, music wise, especially when it comes to boy groups. Uh, yeah. yeah. And can I say, I always love in these, like, these, uh, dance practice videos that, especially for the Korean groups, they look like they just came from the movies. Yes. <laughs> like, they always look like they just, like, 
Like, oh man, that was a great movie. Oh, oh, we need to practice dancing. Let's just do it right now. Not change clothes. Like, yeah, <laughs> like no. let's just perform it in what we got on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always interesting. Like, it, it's always a one of two things. Uh, and I put the the music video, but it's always one of two things. Uh, they're either uh dressed. D- dressed casually with effort because they, they, they want to look like it's a casual dance practice, but they dressed up in something other than the stuff they've been sweating in for the past 10 hours. Or right. it's literally the stuff they've been sweating in for the last 10 hours. And usually, <laughs> and, and usually you, it, those are the ones that uh, you see where it's, they still have their signs that they, cause they're, cause those are literally the ones that they sent out to the, send out to the music shows in order to help the music shows figure out how to shoot the performance. Like, uh can you can you go back to the beginning because that vitamin water ad <laughs> right in the beginning like hold on she walks you see them you see yo. just pause it pause it what? Uh, yo yo cheers vitamin water <laughs> What the? F- I was I supposed to be looking at the girl or the vitamin water? The nineteen vitamin water bottles you put in a fucking ten seconds of the beginning of the video. Like, Are you serious right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, this show now sponsored by Vitamin Water. Right, it's worse than the fucking dude at the fucking LCS thing this weekend who fucking during an interview goes, "Oh, my HTC phone is going off." <laughs> like, like, are you the, the dude who interviewed him looked at him like? Did you just fucking do that? <laughs> did you just, of all the things you was gonna do, you did that right now. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, then uh, it just goes back to the, to the, uh, why doesn't MTV play video, music videos anymore? Uh, video that I don't know if, any, if y'all have seen, you, you haven't seen it, check it out. <laughs> more vitamin, just casually holding vitamin water. Because that's uh, what you you go to a secret bar that has all these liquors on the fucking <laughs> like, here. Oh here, God, have some vitamin water. So egregious. And, and, and let's be honest, when it comes to music videos, cost money. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> so you know you got to get that money somehow. It's the only way you're gonna get <laughs> music video made. We went to a secret bar that you need a password to get into that has a sliding One, fucking peephole. And we're gonna drink vitamin water. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, this is probably like one of those like, you know, secret bars that are like they they have in San Francisco where the password is like something you just read off of the Yelp page, and like they serve like semi good cocktails, but all the waiters dress in like old timey garb, and it's supposed to be an experience, and all the hipsters love it. Uh, right. So you know what. Let's not, let's not put that, let's not give that bar that much, uh, mystique. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vitamin water. Uh, oh, that, that, that fucking derailed us. Okay. Yes. All right, on. moving on, uh, to what's new in me. Uh, a couple of things that caught my attention, uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, one random thing, I think, uh, <clears throat> oh, it's not so sad anymore. It has two backers. Uh, what I found, <laughs> I found the, I found, uh, what has to be the currently, uh, current leader. Possibly. I don't know. I haven't seen other ones. Uh, current contender, I'm going to say, for Contend. the saddest little uh, Kickstarter uh, in existence right now. Uh, <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, Idol Adventure. Supposed to be a K-pop Idol uh, mobile RPG. Yes. Uh, 
It is, they're asking for two thousand New Zealand dollars, so about sixteen hundred dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. they have two backers, and they have twenty-one days to go. Neither um, one of them are us. Just for those out there who are wondering <laughs> and going, there are two people hosting this show, and they're talking about no, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna put that uh, out there right now. Yeah. Uh, the 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 uh, I will say because because here's the thing. Okay, so uh, I'll talk about the the little uh thing, and you talk about what yeah. you told me. Uh, Idol Adventure is a mobile RPG game where you play as an aspiring K-pop idol. Uh, Ooh. uh, what how what is that punctuation and capitalization? Whatever. Uh, about this project, Idol Adventure is a fun RPG game. Uh, fun, yeah. RPG game for mobile where you play as a trainee, uh, in some kind of Pokemon ripoff game, uh, and grow as a person into becoming the next big idol. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I know it hasn't been made yet. I know that, you know, it, it's hard to develop a game, but you, you should try it. Okay, whatever. Uh, idol adventure will be free to play. No shit. Uh, the more money we can raise, the more quality fun features. Uh, they're at, you're talking about customizations, hat, necklace, hairstyle, head, etc. Your top arm accessory. Okay, so it's easy to kind of jump on this uh, uh, and kind of poke fun. Uh, but at the end of the day, somebody wants to do something interesting and fun and and has a creative uh, endeavor. And I say, you know what? That's really cool. Uh, good for you. Uh, but now we're gonna make fun of you. Uh. <laughs> Uh, but no, we're not gonna make fun of it, cause, uh, we'll talk about it. It's hard, cause, like, this already exists. And probably yeah. in a format that is a little bit more conducive to success, which is yeah. the free-to-play micropayments, so, you know. These, like, and, and this was the thing I told you. That I, I knew you already knew, you, you just didn't know the depth of it, which I, which is the part that I <laughs> explained to you that caught your attention, but, this has already existed for a, a long fucking time. Um, since, this is in J-pop. Uh, right. Um, it's existed in J-pop. It, it's made a few crossovers to include some, some Korean kind of idolizations. Not, not to this extent, um, of, of what this is by just straight out saying you're going to be a K-pop idol in this game. But there have been the Love Live, um, series or whatever which is an anime and, and video game series um that d- is the same premise uh love live moves on the same premise of it has a game where you play an idol and you you work your way up um there have been american games that have done the same thing um yeah. like pop star and things like that uh, um, i may yeah. have downloaded school idol festival onto my phone before <laughs> yeah. i had to turn it in to get it replaced i'd show you <laughs> But I have to get, I went and replaced them without smartphone. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, there's, there's a project idol where you play a manager of an idol group and trying to take them from like a, a busking idol group in the streets to performing in the Tokyo Dome and on stage and doing all these other kinds of things and stuff like that. But yeah, there, there's, has been these myriad of games. And like Petey said, it's existed for so long that it's already the free to play styling of things because it has hit its cash grab at this point. And I'm not necessarily saying that these people aren't going to add anything new to the genre, 
but you also have to understand the stuff that came before you. And there seems to be a misunderstanding of the stuff that came before you with this. Um, and this is what happens with, with new fans, um, of, of any kind of genre is they want to do something fun and creative because they're fans of this genre. They have some kind of skill that they want to add. Like me and Petey, we're doing a podcast about K-pop. There are other podcasts about K-pop. There are other there podcasts are about shows that probably are, are that do better formatting than our show. Uh, right. that is more conducive to the genre, but um, uh, yeah. Like, like I may, I may dislike reaction videos, but it's a really big thing and it has existed for a long time in the YouTube format and in other formats of people watching videos and reacting to them. And kind of in a, in a, in a sense are what we've been listening to is almost that, but we formatted it into a, into a style that we liked and we already knew that those things existed and we just didn't want to exactly do that. We didn't want to sit here in the beginning of the show, watch a music video and be like, Oh yeah, you know, we are talking about these things because we know of them. A lot of the reaction videos, most of the time tend to be people who are new to K-pop or whatever, but yeah. or people who just kind of react to like the same videos over and over. And a lot of the top videos, a lot of the stuff that you're already going to know, the stuff that you're looking for, which is kind of how they get their niche is like, you're looking for, you know, that new four minute video. So you type in that new four minute video, you might click on the first one and it's a reaction video because, yeah. you know, that's what's coming from your country, so it's going to put it to the top kind of thing. All these other kind of things that just go into that myriad of things. But for me and PD, we know that other K-pop podcasts exist. We know all that stuff is there. We're just putting our own flavor on it in the stylings of what is there. Like one of our, one of the big things that we pay a lot of respect and homage to in, in doing this is, um, Asian, Asian junkie and, uh, eat your kimchi, um, who have been doing it for years as well before us and will continue to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just having an understanding of that and then putting your own style on it. And this just seems to be from the mindset of, oh, man, I'm a K-pop fan and I like making games. I'm going to make a game dedicated to K-pop and it's going to be so cool and hip and new. And it's not new, but you could still be cool and hip. But you really, really, really have to come out really creative. And like Petey said, you instantly look at that thing and it makes you think about Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, and uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where in the mobile format, uh, maybe not the best. I think at this point, nobody. I think we decided nobody likes on screen anything you have to do on screen controls for. Like, right. Uh, a lot of the a lot of those Japanese games that really do well are usually textile based. And, um, kind of uh, quick action. I mean, there are some, some action adventure fucking games for phones that come out of Japan, but a lot more context based, like PD said. So, like, let's see. Uh, yeah. but not to, not to, not to pile on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just somebody trying to do a little thing and, and you know what? That's, an, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, no. You just want to make sure, do something creative. And yeah, and in, in a sense, we're we're saying go check it out. And if it's something you feel, has if it's hope. something that that you feel has heart, go ahead and back it. Like definitely, like prove us fucking wrong. Like, yes. you know, but I, it's just our two cents on that thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, at the end of the day, fighting. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna talk yeah, about some of the music. Yeah. That, yeah, got it. Uh, no. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna talk about a couple of uh, stuff, but the main thing that was new for me this week, uh, was something that I was at hi- highly anticipating. Uh, 
You know how much I love orange caramel. Uh, yes. And uh, one of the kind of the the one of the premier members, one of the most adorable, awesome girls on there. A little, you know, Nana's fantastic. Uh, uh, freaking Arena is fantastic. But Lizzie is is on another level. She's hilarious, adorable, and uh, she's yeah, you know, she has a really cool style, and she has a love for trot. And when I heard that she was gonna come out with a solo release. And there yes. might be a trot release. I was ex- excited. Let's not be around the bush. You've been talking about this for about three or four episodes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's this, like... this song has finally come out. Now, I will say, it wasn't out the gate exactly what I expected. Because I'm used to what I have seen from what Day Sung shows me of trot. But goddamn, this is goddamn good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's my work on it. I'm gonna sit yeah. back now and let you have your moment. Yeah. So <laughs> this is, so, uh, Lizzie came out with, uh, Not an Easy Girl, Suinyo Ja Anieyo. Uh, and it is a classic, uh, kind of, uh, what you would, uh, expect of a trot song. At least how, how I feel. Uh, I'm gonna talk about, uh, I actually have some reservation that I'm gonna discuss in a moment. But, uh, but it was fantastic, really fun. The, the kind of the singing was fantastic. Uh, uh, Lizzie can do that kind of, uh, that trot twang really well. Uh, it's been discussed that very, the, the vibratos and the, the trot style singing really well. It's some, I think, I think it's something, it, I don't know, it must be something about being from Busan. Cause like her and Unji of A-Pink, uh, mm-hmm. if you've seen, I think I've seen a couple performances of her on, on, I haven't seen the whole show, but on Trot Lovers. Uh, she does that really well. Uh, I think it's just uh, being from the countryside, you know, <laughs> you know, be, Wait, being from the, Busan, which is the Atlanta. Where's Daesung from? Uh, Daesung? I don't know. I'm Googling. Keep talking, keep talking. Alright, you do that. Uh, but yeah, it, it is, a, so the song is really fantastic. The song is fun to listen to and, and that, that trot style. Uh, the video is really fun because basically the video took, uh, a classic, uh, a classic Korean film, uh, of an old Each folk tale. Uh, Song, Ch- uh, Kyung Hang, I believe is, uh, the film. It's an, it's a, it's an old folks tale that was told in film form. And then Lizzie was, uh, kind of green screened onto it, uh, fairly well too. Uh, and it was a fun video and it was a really cool kind of a, it, it fit the song so well. Uh, and it was oh, so much fun. Uh, but I will have to say I'm worried cause I, I've said that I, that I enjoy trot. Uh, and, but my trot experience has been Lizzie, uh, that the influences in orange caramel, uh, and day sun. Now I work. If I'm, if in saying that I love Trot because of these people, uh, is, if that's me saying I love country after listening to, uh, <laughs> and Shania Twain. Cause I also love Hong Jin Young. Hong Jin Young. That is my concern right now. No! No! God damn it. Shit. So I'm gonna have to reserve my. I'm gonna have to go back and say I don't know if I love Trot yet until I do some proper research and listening to it. 
Because I don't want to be that person. <laughs> He's like, I love country music. What do you listen to? Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, you know, Brad Paisley. <laughs> See, that, like, you just made me realize, like, holy shit, like, there are some Dolly Parton songs that, like, yeah. you know, there's some, like, whatever. Love me some T-Swizzle. T-Swagging on, on the daily. Um, <laughs> um and that all of a sudden just became so clear to me where you're like, you know, fucking trot is like the country music, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, is that like saying I like Taylor's? Oh, fuck, son. Fuck. I didn't even think about that. Because so we've been to... sitting here like this whole time. Like, oh, my God, I love trot. Like, fucking trot is amazing. And you're right. We need to do more research. And uh, day song is from Itaewon. Uh-huh. Is uh, Itaewon Freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Which is so, the place I've been to. Lovely place. Love it, you take one. Wanju, uh, I like a little bit better because I fucking love Korean old people. I don't yes. know what it is about I'm them. As fucking Ajumaz. xenophobic as they are, I just love me some old Korean people. Ajushis and Ajumas are, are, are awesome and adorable. <laughs> Dude, you don't even understand the extent that as soon as I learned that, like, like, you know, like when I was in Korea, my, my learning of Korean was at that, you know, the upscale or whatever, and you're like, okay, okay, cool, now I understand that, now I understand that, now I understand that. When I got to Ajishi and Ajima, I was like, oh, fucking everyone is Ajishi and Ajima now. <laughs> like, I told him, he was like, don't call everyone Ajishi and Ajima. I was like, oh, but I want to. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna educate ourselves. That's the plan. We're gonna properly educate ourselves on some trot. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's what this show is all about. It's, it's all about like learning how to be a proper fucking K-pop and J-pop fan, not how to be a fucking netizen and and all that fucking dumb shit that people are fucking doing. None of that shit. Like we're fucking proper fucking fans. We're doing our research, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, learning ourselves, learning ourselves, learning ourselves. But no, dude, the other thing that I fucking wanted to say um, was I loved. The video choice. I loved that whole, like, doing the old movie style, like, you know, fucking, yeah, oh, like you know, period movies, piece. Yeah. Yes. Cause it, it, I mean, all right. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Out the gate, it made me start thinking about being like a kid and watching kung fu flicks. Yeah. You know, which I know are, are Hong Kong and, and Chinese of, of that ilk. Oh, but it, and I've I've watched some period things of Korean um of, of like with Koreans in it as well. Like not a lot and some of them are usually like a dude from future goes back to past or dude from past goes to future. Yeah. But there's always that kind of period thing in there. But I've watched some sh- strict period stuff and I like some of it don't like other parts of it but like this was so fun with this song and like the little movie that went along with it i thought it was so fucking cool man yeah. like I, I just appreciated it so much and like it was just so silly like and it just it, it kind of fit the song so well yeah uh and, and lizzie is so adorable in it and it, it's yeah. so fantastic uh but yeah definitely uh but yeah so other things that uh come out other this things? week yeah Biatch, biatch. Uh, so <laughs> I've been saying that for like four episodes. Yeah. Be ready, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, That's going to be, be the ready. thing you're going to hear from me for a few more episodes. Uh, so 
uh, I was on uh, our K-pop and I, I stumbled upon this video, uh, from this artist called Japa. Uh, it's, uh, the song is called I'd Go Isosa or I'd Yeah. Uh, and it's a very cool video and song, very kind of, uh, interesting hip hop sound, uh, really gifted, smart rapper and it has some really good, um, uh, uh, in motion to it and it was it was really nice and it was a really nice song the video was creative and simple uh but in fact really simple yes <laughs> it's just a, it's basically a gif but they but the, the that but you couple that with the fact that you have the vocal the uh, the lyrics going across the screen which is a, a one to k-pop thing um like if you if you're if you're not subscribed like this is our moment where we fucking try to get one the k-pop to sponsor the show yeah. if you're not subscribed to one the k-pop and you're a k-pop fan you're doing yourself a dis fucking service yeah go well, over to youtube a- right now and subscribe to one the k because yeah. it is one of the best assets in being a fan of the k-pop music um they put a lot of they put a lot of work into putting the videos up and a lot of the times like pd is showing they have the translations right then and there you don't have to then go to another site look up the words for a song if you want to know it if you're not you know if you're trying to kind of learn uh exactly what every verbalization and what every word meant you know if you don't understand korean as well like i know pd at this point understands it a little bit better than i do (laughs) so like i'm still looking at it, um, but, yeah. but yeah, it's a really the, thing yeah, to have. The, the cool subtitles. Yeah, those are really cool too. But yeah, what, what I was mainly talking about was the you see kind of going back in the background, you know, in, in Korean, the, the 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 kind of lyrics because that, that's yeah. what I figured out. The, the lyrics are just kind of floating by, and and that was and something that you also see in the other video. So I I'd, I'd also shared this video with you, and you mm-hmm. shared a video with me that was also really cool. So this is I've known. Uh, and then additionally, we also have Till the Night is Over. Similarly, yeah. simple animation just kind of repeats itself. Yeah. And uh, from the same artist, too. It's not from not the same artist. Uh, Till the Night is Over. Uh, E, uh, E, Bami could, uh, Nade, Kachi. Uh, Kachi. Kachi. Uh, but yeah, it's same, similar style, simple animation, but the words kind of appearing on the screen, uh, but, you know, kind of focuses on, on just the song itself more than anything, which, so, uh, and it also saves money, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I will say this. I saw, I saw this one before the one you sent to me. Um, because as you know, usually when we're done with the show, depending on what day we do it, shit gets posted because we tend to record a little late at night here in America. So we, we usually run over into that time of like things getting posted in Korea, uh, which then post here. Um, um, so, uh, I was watching this one and I want to, I want to ask you if you had the same, uh, thing and watching this video for the first time where, I thought there was going to be more animation. <laughs> I thought like maybe he would like fall down and maybe like the right. other chick would notice something. Or Cause I know, something. I know you saw the other one first. I thought like, I, I was wondering if at some point you thought something else was supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I was watching this one and I was like, okay, is he gonna, is he gonna get off the train? Is he, <laughs> is it? No. Yeah. Okay, I was like, okay, the words are gone, and I, I and in, in this one, I did notice because it's a lot more right there in your face. Um, yeah. the the words on the screen, 
Um, and not and not talking about the subtitles, but the the words, um, the Korean words and stuff on the screen in the song. Um, but yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it as well. Like I thought it was really cool. Like I was gonna use it, but um, I figured I figured you were gonna end up using it after you had sent me the link to the other one. So I didn't even worry about it. That's why I was like, oh, let me send him this other one just in case he hasn't seen it. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool because it does kind of illustrate what the song is about. It's kind of like that, uh, just daily life, uh, kind of just going through daily life and kind of the struggle and, you know, working hard and like the, and and that's where the, the, the image plays in because it's kind of this endless just being on the bus for, for what feels like forever. Uh, Yeah. And it's like. I know that feeling because I take a thirty, <laughs> I take a thirty-minute bus oh, ride. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know that ride. feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sometimes you just fall asleep. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I'm gonna end my part, and we also have a couple extra videos uh, after my part. But uh, I'm gonna end my part with something really cool and interesting. Uh, something Japanese. Uh, this band called Wagaki Band. Uh, with their song Ikusa, and this is just interesting uh different and uh unique and really cool this is a kind of a um rock metal band that in mixes in a whole bunch of classical japanese instruments uh into the sound and very fluidly uh this is a very a very cool visual style to it know if I've seen them before, but I've seen a band that uses traditional Japanese instruments, but traditional Japanese instruments before. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it was this band, but I've, I've seen that before. Yeah. It's very kind of a visual, uh, over the top of metal style. It's, you know, Japanese metal mixed with traditional Japanese instruments and it's really, really cool. Like, the video is cool and like stylized and the, the song has this really cool energy to it. And there's sword fighting and the severed head and a dude with a white eye and a black eye. And then there's like a, a dude with the, the thing that's on the chain and they're fighting. And, yeah. And then there's a chick singer and, and uh, it just got me all like, like excited. It was super fun. Uh, what did you think of this, this, this song? What do you think of this? Oh, this, this is like, this is the type of stuff I've always kind of loved in Japanese rock. Like, I, I, I've always really appreciated it. Ooh, Edge of Love is over here. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, no, so I, I have heard of the Wagaki band before. Um, but it was like years ago that I've heard of them. Like yeah. at least three, three or four years ago that, that I remember somebody telling me about the Wagaki. It might have been DJ. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Um, maybe, but. I'm sure he's yeah. This is this is definitely like and like you said, there's that that very traditional kind of Japanese rock thing in here, which is like really fast drums, really fast, just like kind of instrumentation, but not speed metal. Yeah. Um, which is hard to explain unless you know kind of metal in in a sense. precise high octane, but without being you know without being speed for speed's sake. Right. Uh, like still a lot of skill like so like there is just still so much skill in japanese metal that people just don't understand because it is still kind of fast but it it is so 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 fun like you you gotta kind of go back to the roots and then move your way up through japanese metal It's, it's a fun genre of music to listen to if you like any kind of kind of rock music um yeah, yeah. 
Go check out some Japanese metal. Just, yeah. just do, and and uh, check out a uh, fucking Wagagi band. And I think yeah. Edge of Love is another band I know. Edge of Life for Edge of yeah. I see a Vocaloid somewhere. I don't know what that's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, Alright, so that's my music. And we're going to talk about something interesting that happened out in the ether. Uh, that necessarily wasn't for us, but we just kind of had to talk about it. Um, bra- speaking of Brave Sound, we spoke about Brave Sound before. Uh, Brave Sound, and I think a couple of you other people decided to get together and collaborate and create this du- uh, group and do a music project called do I One have Punch. To to it again? Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, One Punch. Uh, they came out with two videos, an intro video and their actual release. Uh, their intro kind of, uh, this is who we are, uh, called Nightmare. Uh, they'll be the Nightmare. Nightmare. Uh, mm-hmm. and the song, uh, Take Me Back or Turn Me Back. Um, this, th- they up and decided that they wanted to recreate Crisscross. Uh, and apparently nobody told them that Crisscross was dumb when it came out. Uh, but, and, and, you know, so therefore they didn't realize it would be extra dumb now. Um, this is, these videos are hilariously bad. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, they're they're pretty bad. Like it's it's this twelve year old kid and this a uh, poor soul who's uh twenty has actually been doing uh hip hop uh for a while now uh and was actually I think was going to be on on some other label uh and was training under them before it kind of uh washed out I guess and came came in here uh so I guess he wasn't really that good to begin with because <laughs> now he's stuck in this because they decided hey let's bring back you know. Let's bring back early nineties hip hop style. And which I understand there are some elements to this that are kind of fun and cute and, oh, and, there we go. Okay. and silly, uh, in, in a fun way, but so much of this just doesn't land well. It, it just does not hold up. Uh, you have the nightmare video where they're trying to act all hard and then you have the turn me back video. Um, hold the tape. What were your what was your reaction seeing these videos? This is the one time. All right, you know, I just said how terrible I think reaction videos are. This is the one time. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to say go see people's reaction videos because you're going to find out who's actually getting paid to make reaction videos and who's not. Yeah. <laughs> um this was uh, this was I think I, I all right. When BTS premiered and the vitriol that we put into BTS's initial kind of thing. Yeah. I am past that. <laughs> past that. That's here. You're all way over here. Yeah, like I'm I like I was here with BTS. Like I was like really oh god damn it. Fucking BTS. I'm here with this where I'm so confused. I, I, I'm not sure if I should be angry or sad. Um, and it, and it, 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 it's not because they're Korean kids trying to do this. We've been over that a hundred times. No. It is very specifically because they're trying to like do this like, oh, let's bring back the nineties, yo, cause the nineties was cool, right? Like, no, stop. No. Like, like, 
like they're out there like the like, first video they're talking about starter and fucking and, uh, Tupac and Biggie and like all these things that I know that kid doesn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> like, Especially not the twelve year old kid. Uh, I know twenty year olds that don't know Biggie and Pac. You yeah. know, like <laughs> like And like uh it, I don't know. And and uh I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna meet our hero soon also. Uh <laughs> I already saw him once. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna like meet our hero in the beginning where he's like sitting. But um I just I like I didn't like anything. I just I just genuinely didn't like anything about it. And yeah. and this is what I'll say, right? BTS recently has been surprising both of us, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the stabilized, fucking, the, the stabilized. The, no, the flavor flave, like. <sighs> uh. <laughs> There's a flavor flave in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> the. For this to come back from where it is to be at the point where BTS is for me now, where I am actually accepting of BTS now, yeah. you know, because um, there's shit in fucking Big Bang's like original catalog. <laughs> there's shit in Big Bang's original catalog that I'm not super responsive to. You know what I'm saying? And I and I, I've come to learn that I'm not gonna straight out shit on on people on their initial. What, what they initially try to come out as, right? Because this could totally turn into something else down the line. This could totally turn into a five make. God damn it. I got to the black guy. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't look at him and fucking rant. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, 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 we could always say the hope, but it, I don't know how much hope there is. But, uh, let's talk about the fact that the star of the one, the star of the video is a black dude who absolutely hates life. Uh, because, uh, he's a true hero. Uh, you have, god damn it. Uh, you know, dude, I love it. It's like, uh, dude was probably answering an ad for a hot K-pop group music video shoot thinking it was going to be what's up twerking all over his dick, but got this mess instead. Uh, and you look at the guy and I didn't notice it cause I didn't notice it at first because we were just on our own thing. Uh, this time, but when I first watched the video, I saw him playing his day and I saw the look on his face playing his day looking like who the hell are these little Asian kids and what the hell are they doing being crisscross all of a sudden? What did I sign up for? Right. Like the look on his face like what's like, are you serious with this? Like th- this shot right there, it's, it has, are, are you serious with this? <laughs> Written all over it. Like homeboy yeah. is not feeling this. And like, I see him and I see, because when I see him, I see him, I see, uh, what they must have saw and seen is like, Hey, a black guy, he's a perfect prop for a hip hop video. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I was like, uh, an older black guy. He's, I guess he must be an executive of some kind. I want to find out who this dude is. He has to be someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way that he is a fucking nobody. (laughs) Like, cause that would be that they just got a random black guy. And I, this can't be that dumb. 
Uh, because like uh, the, my immediate reaction is like he doesn't even fit into this fucking video concept. He's a black dude. Look suit. at them, and then look at him. The motherfucker is in a suit. He looks like a pastor. Who those <laughs> pastor is that? He belongs. He belongs in the first church tabernacle, Seventh Street, leading of the choir. I can say this. Building fund. <laughs> okay. Building fund. He, he he needs to be asking for my for First building funds. Like He's, he needs just, to be walking around collecting a building fund. What? You know? Ah! And it's so hilarious. Like my first reaction was like, "Hey, I wonder what exactly." It's like because he's looking like Randy Jackson and shit. Like how Randy Jackson looks when he like pops up in like a a hip young video, it, like where he he's not hip and young at all. But you know he's there because he he probably wrote the music and is responsible for for how hip and how hip it sounds. Uh, because he knows the music and that you know, he's responsible for that. But I don't know who this dude is. I don't know either. Somebody, somebody, please, either either somebody over in the Asian Junkie article or somebody tweet at me or at PD and be like, yo, this is who Homeboy is. Like, like, please, we need that in our lives. Shout out to Asian Junkie. Because, yes. yeah, they're good people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that we'll leave that as the mystery to end our, our what's new this week, uh, which took up most of our episode, but we still got some headlines to talk about. So we're going to join, we're going to hop over into our quick little headline segment. So join Woo! us, won't you? Uh, welcome to our headline segment. Uh, we are here to talk about some of the topical topics, get some, some interesting goings on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Um, mm-hmm. and we're going to just get started. Uh, some of the things that's go- going on. Uh, Jessica H.O. auditions for Bad Girls Club on Unpretty Rap Star tries to ruin career again. Uh, Asian junkie headline that we, we, we so love. Um, Jessica or Jesse, uh, who some may know is like from being, uh, on Lucky J, being part of Lucky J now, uh, or some may just know as being, uh, friends with Tiffany from Girls Generation, um, you know, whatever she's calling her, uh, kind of, uh, w- they, they went off on a teaser that, uh, that Mnet released, uh, and was subsequently subbed, uh, for, uh, for I'm Pretty Rap Star. And, uh, and was kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, she yeah. kind of went like, cause Homegirl is, uh, Homegirl is a kid from America. She's, you know, so she's on this reality show. She decides, yo, I'm gonna be an American reality show guy, g- girl, you know, and I'm gonna go on a tantrum. Uh, meanwhile, first off, she starts off with a slightly more original version of, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to, uh, here, I'm here to win. Mm-mm. She kind of words it differently, but it's like she's t- 10 years I've been from the bottom. Who are you to judge me? And literally, and, and then she goes off this freestyle. She goes on this freestyle diss rap. Um, and literally nobody takes her seriously. 
<laughs> and kind of just laugh in her face. Uh, or uh, about to laugh in her face. They don't actually laugh, but it's like, uh, including Timey, who gives this great, uh, face at her. Uh, because <laughs> nobody took it seriously. She comes out with this extremely weak freestyle that just threatened to, threatened to slap people with like these fake little slaps. Uh, thinking that she's on Bad Girls Club. Very, very gag shit. comedy, yeah. Very gag style slaps too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, as she's on gag con, it's like, oh honey. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's no no. <laughs> You still have you got you really have to watch that before the show comes out. Um at least the audition parts, because that, that that's what it gets you that's what'll give you enough information on this. Um should, should I should I go off now or should I wait? Um I think it's safe to go off now. <laughs> okay. So alright, here we go, right? So um, we've been talking about this show coming up and the, you know, what it's going to be and how it's going to be, be portrayed or whatever. I feel, I feel slightly a little bit better than I initially did in our first kind of understandings of this. I may have like fucking pulled my pants down and just straight out shit on it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not forgiving of that. I, I still feel that this is going to be a really like fucking handholdy kind of bullshit like thing because like th- this whole setup looks like they're sitting in motherfucking group therapy and you got fucking Sonny's ass over there sitting there looking like therapist and I fucking love Sonny yeah don't don't get me wrong I, I love Sonny um and I even have some respect for some of the girls who are there uh in, in that respect or whatever but then at the same time this is definitely fucking TV for TV no ways no two ways about it or whatever. And I feel like at this point, this is going to really, 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 unless these girls stand up and show the fuck out, which I'm hoping they fucking do, except for fucking this fucking cracker ass cracker. Um, <laughs> this chunga. I, I, like, I'm, I'm really hoping the girls who are exceptional, who are here, there are some girls who, who are there who have fucking skill or whatever. And I'm hoping they show the fuck out and I'm hoping they show their ass and I'm hoping they come here and put more legitimacy into this project than the people who created this fucking project. Cause fuck them. Um, (laughs) to that point. And if Sonny had some, some creative hands in it, bro, come the fuck on. Yeah. This this is all bordering on the lines of disrespectful. Um, I'm right. I'm just really really because it, it 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 to me is like let let's hold their hand kind of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. walk them through being gangster and and fucking letting somebody like fucking like this shit would not. I mean like this would have flied on on uh, on Show Me the Money and it would have been funny. Uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm just really kind of. I, I still don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. I just still yeah. don't know if this is one of those things where it's like, I got respect for the girls, but I don't have respect for the process. Yeah. You know, or, or what the situation is. And, and we've talked it to death about, yeah, you could have got this person. You could have got that person. You could have got yeah. this person, but you really couldn't have, you know what I'm saying? We, we gave those lists of people that we're like, if you could have got, um, but no, these are the girls who are up and coming. These are the girls who are struggling to make that next step. And, and, you know, 
show themselves as as rap artists because that's what some of them want to be and that's what some of them want to be respected as um now going into it we've gotten a chance to kind of see some of the other girls who are going to be in this um and if and I'll let PD take it from there, and then I'll continue my rant. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, was, it was this girl, uh, and we, we could talk about who, who could have been there. And, there, and uh, actually, I think there there were there are people that they could have included that they probably would have been able to get on the show. But uh, like, I think Casper could have been a good option. She's out there. She's 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 making noise. She's has some connections. Uh, but and she's certainly a better rapper than than homegirl over here um <laughs> uh but yeah we started to see we got some teasers uh and kind of like a little mini peek into kind of the battle rap stuff like the matchups uh we had jimin versus uh yujik dom uh we had uh cheetah versus jesse uh cheetah wins uh we have timey versus jolly v <laughs> Uh, and we had, our, I love how you just get it through. Cheetah wins. <laughs> uh, cause we're gonna talk about some of the, somebody actually started posting stuff, stuff from these artists that they'd done before, which is really cool. Somebody on our K-pop who I appreciate very much has putting, putting up some stuff, uh, that done previously, which I'll talk about in a second. But, uh, these like little short clips of the kind of their styles, uh, made them both showcase their, maybe take a peek, uh, what did you think of kind of the teasers? Did, did these... The teasers made the show look a lot more respectable than the show is going to be. Um, also, I really feel like this didn't show off Jolly very well because she's yeah. just fucking cursing yeah. <laughs> and yelling, <laughs> uh, which is kind of part of her style. But I, 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 I will tell you, Jolly is a little bit better than, than what they show it um, yeah. in that teaser clip. Um, Cheetah wins. Um... I feel bad for Yuk Jidan because she's good. She's not battle good. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it, it, she's the type of person, if you give her the time and the effort, she'll come out with something nice. You kind of throw her on the spot and she gets lost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of throw her under the lights really quick and she gets lost. I don't know how, um, the girl from AOA is with something like that. Yeah, um, I mean, she hasn't know, had a know. real chance to check out, like, showcase her, just her as a rapper. Uh, right. She's at times either been just the rapper in an idol group, which doesn't, you, you don't really get a chance to showcase yourself in that context, and, or just a guitarist, you know, because there's the two versions of AOA. So, and in this instance, I don't know if necessarily, we, we saw that she, she did okay in that little tiny clip. That doesn't tell you a whole lot. Cause it's a very tiny clip, but, uh, she seemed to be able to, to keep a pace and a flow. And, and honestly, it was, it was a little bit more coherent and, and had a better flow than, than Jesse did in that, whatever the hell that was. Uh, and if she can, we'll have to see. I would love <laughs> for it. If I would love for her just as the, the one that is obviously going to be like, uh, completely, in, you know, kind of like, completely under under uh expected you know underestimated idea uh or just kind of ruled out probably from the beginning as being the idol if she kind of like actually this is how i do and actually like impresses that would be really cool i don't know if i 
necessarily believe that's going to happen, but it'd be cool. I would love to see people that are counted out, uh, you know, prove people wrong. I think in general, <laughs> mm-hmm. when, when that happens. So, uh, but I, we're going to have here, to see. Here's my other just kind of fucking thing with, with Jesse. And this is my problem with a lot of just American kids in general when they kind of are in the rap, have the skill to do rap. They way too much go for the boasting bullshit. Jesse has skill under all that boasting. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she has some tinges of skill under all that boasting, but she feels like she has to boast. Yeah. To, I mean, I, I, I understand that. I understand that. I think I was okay with her saying her kind of her pumping her chest out and saying, you know, trying to make a big impression. I'm just, my main problem is if you're going to come at the group and challenge and kind of, you know, pump your chest out and say, here I am. I'm, you know, I'm the baddest. Come at with some, come, don't come at them with such weak, weak shit. Like come at them proper, not with that <laughs> little limp bullshit that you put together. Uh, that, you know, wasn't freestyle. She wrote it in, in, you know, ahead of time thinking, all right, I'm going to do this thing where I, where I'm very like confrontational and I, and I pretend to slap them and I'll be like, well, that'll put me right on there on the map, you know, cause that's what, you know, that's what you do on a reality show, you know, cause of course she's thinking of reality shows. She's thinking of, you know, starting fights and, you know, uh, again, like, like Asian Doug said, she's auditioning for bad girls club, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm okay with the boasting. You just, uh, if you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna talk shit, come proper. Like, just come with something proper. At least, you know. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, some really cool, like, little things that I, and I shared them with you that people posted on our K-pop. Lil Cham, her song, uh, We MA, uh, or Dangerous, uh, which was a very cool little showcase, something that she had uh, a previous music video under Factory Boy Production. Factory Boy Production. And it was actually kind of an interesting look into her style in uh in a uh in a studio setting. Uh it was interesting. She seems to have a really cool like flow and attitude. Uh I don't know if it's the best thing in the world, but it, it was interesting. It was a cool like song and video uh what did you think and what, what was your impression had you have you heard of little chan before i haven't heard of little chan before um as as i did the other ones like you know because like i i got into a lot of it like trying to you know just follow korean hip-hop in general um but little chan wasn't somebody i heard of so like i said i've heard of some of the other girls before because they've been in a lot of cypher videos that i've yeah. i've on in my what what you're listening to and stuff like that. So um Little Chan just is somebody that hasn't come across me. She's might have been in shit that I've listened to, but I've just never paid attention. Um but I thought this was very okay. Yeah. I, there wasn't a lot of bad I could say about it, but there wasn't any too much praise I could give to it. Yeah. I mean it was it was it was a it was a good song. Uh Verbal Gent contributes fairly well into the song. I don't know what, uh, what, your boy, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, um, um, Bobby Sims. God damn, what's his face? He was on, on Taff Cookie. Uh, oh, uh, some, uh, what Mills? Sims, um, uh, uh, Mills, Don Mills, 
Don Mills. Maybe. Yeah. Don Mills. Yeah. It's Don uh, Mills. Yeah, Don Mills. He's I don't know what he's doing there, but he's not in the song. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. but Verbal Jint and Jungkook uh were in the song and, and they've contributed well and it was a cool it was those good contributors. But yeah, it was very okay. It was a good song. Not great, but it was interesting uh, insight into what she's gonna bring into uh to the table uh when she comes on. Uh and then we also had uh Cheetah and her mm-hmm cover of monster that they posted uh and that one was okay i i, I think my, my, she she did a, re- a good job of um vocalizing and mouthing like she's Nicki minaj uh but i don't know if this necessarily told me what she can do herself mm-hmm. uh, i mean she was she was competent at this but um, I don't know if this necessarily told me exactly what it would, uh, want to know as far as like what she can do as a rapper herself. I don't know. What, what, what was your impression of this? Have, she does. She's been, she's been in some ciphers that I've seen before, um, which are a way better showcase of her. Yeah. So. <laughs> what that was. <laughs> that was, that was bad. That was just in generally bad. Like I would have, um, yeah, this is a, this is, yeah, this one right here. She was in, uh, this one that I've, I've, um, put on the show before. She's at like the tail end. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's on the tail and she was in this and we, and we gave her a lot of praise for holding herself, um, in this with a, you know, with the guys and stuff like that and just saying that, you know, we may have praised her as saying she holds her own with the guys, but it was a praise in a sense of like, like she would have stood out against anybody else, but you know she flowed really well. She matched everybody else's pacing and 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 stuff, and it was just really fun. And she's she was fun to listen to. So yeah. Uh, oh no, she's yeah. in the middle. She's in the middle. Go to like one twenty. Okay, one twenty. Cheetah. And yeah, uh, yeah. She showcases the. Yeah, and she does a, a little bit better job here. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, and I, I'm I'm actually looking forward to to checking out how uh, I'm I'm going to wait till the show comes out. Um, I think we'll have to, it's gonna I I'm going to say that this it's probably not going to be a great show, but there's probably going to be some good stuff and material that comes out of it, like. There's probably going to be gold in them, their hills. It's just mm-hmm. those hills are, might be, uh, smell a little. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, look, we'll look, we'll have reports on Unpretty Rap Star as, as it happens, uh, because we're going to definitely check it out. Uh, but speaking, speaking of hip hop, uh, uh, Bob, uh, Zico tells Bobby he's going to have to go a lot more showerless days to pass him. <laughs> This is a beautiful thing. <laughs> like, this is one of those things, right, where you only wish this would possibly happen because of what it would, what it would essentially lead to if this was too up and coming 
American hip hop kids, right? If this was two up and coming American hip hop kids and somebody said something about the other one, now you get into beef territory. Now you get into diss track territory. Now now you get into that. You know what I'm saying? Like now you get into the verbal boxing. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to get that. No. But I want to be so excited that we could possibly get that. Oh. I mean, we, we've gotten several diss tracks on Bobby, uh, for sure, uh, that are floating around. Y'all can check it, check it out. But, uh, Zico, so hip hop legend Bobby must go. Many showerless day, many more showerless day to acquire the requisite hip hop cred to surpass Zico in the rap genre, according to Zico. Uh, so he was asked in an interview, he was asked about Bobby, who pointed out that Zico has a, who pointed, uh, Bobby pointed out, and rightfully so, Zico has a mountain to leap over. Uh, Zico commented, and I love this, cause it's, he, it's like, it's shade sandwich with a whole lot of like, a coating of compliments around it, but it's that, that beefy shade in the middle. But let's talk about this. Uh, Bobby is really good, so I'm honored that he thinks of me that way. I got to know him after Show Me the Money ended and we exchanged contact information. He then messaged me to, through Kakao Talk, uh, Hyung, you are the mountain that I must climb over. So I messaged back saying, this mountain has no place to rest nor a mineral spring. You have to climb up no matter what. So it's probably going to be a hard climb. Bobby is probably going to do even better from now on because he is very talented. He is motivating me as well. Compliment. Shade. Because <laughs> basically he says, you're naked in the middle of this. I love, and I love the other versions that they provided. It's like, you're naked in the middle of the Sahara Desert with cocaine in your asshole and I'm the city 500 miles away. It's going to be a tough road. Or you're stuck in there and I'll on the land of your, of your day, 12 dogs that have died. Uh, I'm meditating under a nice hundreds of miles away. Good luck. It's like, or rolling on the floor like my ass off. Um, the, and the compliments of before and after just set it up. It's like, this is a beautiful shade. Um, well, what did you think, Kaz? <laughs> I, <laughs> It, it's one of those things, right? Where, like, alright, so you go back to Show Me the Money, right? And, uh-huh. and, Ziaiko is friends with Otelli. Otelli on the show, for a good portion of the show, kept saying, the YG baby shouldn't be here. Speaking about Bobby and BI or whatever, right? And any chance he got, thrown out little disses at Bobby and BI. Um, then you get to the, the, the like staging portion where, where they had to throw together their performances and shit like that. Um, as everybody knows, when everyone got to choose where they were going to go, Bobby chose to go to Illionaire. Uh, Otelli chose to go to YG. Um, so you, you come around at that point and there was a, a portion where they're setting up their stages and, and, and see, this all harps back to me as coming full circle, right? Like every, everything for me comes full circle. Um, that, that's how I view the world, right? So at a certain point, Otelli does a, a remix of, um, of a GD song, which I can't remember which one it is. Um, and special guest comes out. Ziaiko, right? <laughs> then Bobby does his stage, fucking kills it. Um, and then <laughs> they ask Bobby after, like, didn't you hear that he was gonna bring somebody? And what was your response? 
or whatever. And Bobby's like, you know, whatever. And they're like, no, no, no. Your response was, oh, I don't care who he bring. He could go ahead and call Zyko for all I care because I know they boys. I'm still going to blow them both out the water. So I think they like, and, and it, you, you take that full circle to like now Zyko's like, oh yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't doing shit. But then everyone remembers Tough Cookie, as they said in this article. And you go, I was with you for a moment, Zyko. And then then Tough Cookie came up in my head. (laughs) I might give it to Bobby. Uh, I don't know if I said that, but yeah, you know, they both, they both have some silliness to, 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 uh, uh, brush off of them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you gotta love this, like, quality shade, uh, being thrown around. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's what hip hop is is about. Not insulting. It's about challenging. It's, Mm -hmm. it's about challenging each other to be better. Like, that's what hip hop is about. It's not about high fiving each other, god damn it, Bobby. It's not about not showering. It's about always striving kinda of, it's always working hard, getting perfecting your craft and, and challenging each other to to uh be better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gotta throw out that shade. <laughs> uh alright, so last uh little headline. Look at tracks now. Uh-huh. <laughs> last little headline, uh is uh we finally get some info on Japan Night. Japan Night showcase helped to celebrate twenty years at South by Southwest two thousand fifteen. Uh, we finally yep. have some info on Japan Night, which I'm going to be at. Uh, this year marks the 20th anniversary of Japan Night, an annual showcase bringing artists from all com- or all corners of Japan to Austin. Uh, it has been the South by Southwest fixture since 1996, which is awesome, uh, and has featured big name Japanese acts such as Bonnie Pink, The Pillows, and Chat Monchi. Uh, this is an event that has uh, been attended year in, year out by our friend, uh, oh, and oh, podcasting oh. extraordinaire and guy we admire, uh, Vincent 44, aka Roberto Viegas. Um, and some, something we've talked about on the show. We've had him on to talk about Japan Night. Uh, we finally have some of the artists that are going to be on there. Uh, and I have no idea who these artists are. And you know what? That has me excited because I'm going to go out, I'm going to go there. I'm going to check out a bunch of really cool, interesting artists that I've, I've never had a chance to uh, to hear before. I'm going to probably listen to some of the stuff before, but I'm going to go there kind of not knowing what to expect. And I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm just going to see some really cool, interesting live music because Japan night generally has always been, uh, indie artists and, uh, really cool artists from different genres that, uh, have a lot of really creativity, have a lot of the creativity and, uh, a lot of really cool ideas. So, so here's some of the artists. So, uh, Moomoon, uh, The Finn, Quorum, mm-hmm. Sushi Marimire, uh, Pirate's Canoe, uh, Samurai Dynam- Dynamites, uh, Mahas- I think Mahas- I may have Sojo. heard of. I think it's a rock band. Uh, Mahasojo ni, ni- Naritai, uh, will perform this on Friday, March 20th, uh, as, you know, tradition, last Friday of South by, at the Elysium. Uh, so, some of these artists, it's going to be interesting 
I'm excited for Japan. And they kind of put the whole kind of like like uh, bar crawl of like if you want to just keep seeing these uh, groups night after night uh, down at the bottom. So like if you screw if you go over to this Tokyo Hive article, um, look at the 20th century. Uh, God, I said 20th century. The 20th anniversary kind of listing for these. You can see where uh, most of these groups are going to be performing over that week. Yeah, so they're going to be, it's really cool because there's going to be the South by Southwest event and I imagine there's going to be some really cool like parties like over last year, like we, we talked about with, uh, Roberto, uh, last year. So there's going to be some really cool hangouts and parties going around, around Japan, Japan night and not just the showcase, but, uh, and we'll look forward to that. Uh, but they also are going to have a tour. So if you're thinking, well, I'm not going to be in Austin. <laughs> Uh, for South by Southwest, but man, these, you know, seeing these artists, it, it'd be a really cool thing to do. Well, they're actually going to go on tour because mm-hmm. they're flying all the way over here. You might as well make it worth it. They're not just going to come yeah. in for one night mm-hmm. and go back. You know, the fucking, if you can see the flight costs to go from, you know, East Asia to here, you can might as well hang around and do some more shows, uh, make some money. But so they're going to be in Chicago at the Double Door on that following Sunday. On uh, the 22nd, uh, in Columbus, Ohio at Ruby Tuesday. Ruby Tuesdays, get them steaks. Yep. Uh, they're gonna be at the Knitting Factory in New York. Uh, <laughs> get a, get a sweater? I don't, I don't know what the Knitting Factory I don't know. Is. I think it's just a, it's, it's just a really cool little rock club. <laughs> it's, it's New York. They always name these shits like, something like, you've been, have you been, you've been to Arlene's Grocery, haven't you? There's no groceries at Arlene's Grocery. <laughs> No, you go, you go, you go off a of bleaker, you know, you go past where you hang around where South, you know, CBGB's used to be, you know, down bleaker, you turn some roads and, you know, Arlene's grocery. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, then they go, they go on to Athens, Georgia, Denver, Colorado. They're going to be, uh, in LA at the bootleg hi-fi, San Diego. Uh, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to make a uh, curly go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them, go to this thing. And then, uh, uh, and then, uh, San Francisco wraps it up. So this is gonna be a really cool tour. Uh, apparently Bo Beep show, joins them for some of these dates, not South by. So, yeah. which I actually, I, I think I, I know Bo Beep, I know a song by Bo Beep. Uh, I, I was for, I was for a half second hoping that Chicago one coincided with another trip <laughs> that we're taking no. to Chicago. This and I was like, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> I was like, no. It's a month before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was, like, if that if that happened to be within that same time period, I was going to be like, like two weird. months before. That's going to be our day trip into Greater Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been to go to this thing, yeah. But no, turns out no. Oh, we're gonna have to figure out something else. But yeah, this is this is really cool and exciting. I'm 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 I'm, just, I'm really excited for this South by trip. Like this is gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what the taping policies are in this thing. Because you know I've got I've got the GoPro. I'm, I just bought a GoPro. You know, Look, uh, this is, this is how you do things, right? You ask once way ahead of time, and then. Because that's the time they're probably going to tell you maybe, and then you go, "Hey, they said maybe," <laughs> and then you never ask again, and you just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and you go, "I got a maybe. I got a fucking maybe." <laughs> so fucking I got me a, I got me a GoPro. I got me a, a monopod. 
I got no, I mean, two might. types of monopod with a handle <laughs> on the on the on the top and a handle on the bottom. I'm just letting you know, you, you may have to take a hat you don't love. Create <laughs> 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 a little apparatus. Because <laughs> those GoPros can see out of really small holes, just so you know. <laughs> like, you'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to try uh, if If all goes well, we're going to get some Zoom. really nice, some really nice uh, high definition fan cams of crayon popping. <laughs> It, it like, may, why it may... is that guy looking at his phone so weird, like, trying to control this GoPro? <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun weekend. So, everyone, say subscribe. If you're not already, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Definitely, uh, definitely. We're gonna, I'm going to put some videos up. But yeah, look forward to that. Um, but that's it. That's it for another mm-hmm. episode of Halajuku. Let's let's do our ending spiel, our takeaway. If this is the A through K podcast, <laughs> the takeaway. Uh, Kaz, what do you got going on in 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 the world? I was taking a break from working on shit because everyone was at PAX that I was going to ask to help me with things. <laughs> but <laughs> now that's over, so it's it's back uh, to working on things. Been playing a lot of video games, a lot of League of Legends because it's a new season. Um, yes. It's a terrible hobby. Um, other than that, just real life things, finding a new job, trying to stay above water, as they say, and, uh, BH, I'm Reach. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you can follow him at King Kaz. Uh, you can follow me at Petey Rave. Uh, follow the show at Halyujuku. It's spelled right yeah. there down in the bottom of the video. Uh, kpoppodcast.com, uh, if you remember that. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube, youtube.com slash TV if you're not already over there. Um, I, I know, I know a lot of people always go like with that spiel where they're more podcast induced than video induced, but they do video things that are go, we're going to do more things on this YouTube channel. Like we're, we're going to, we're going to start reaching out to you, YouTube folks. No, like legitimately, we're going to start doing more things. Yeah. I, I got a GoPro. I got a yeah, GoPro and um, I kind of know how to use it. There's going to be all kinds of things. Maybe maybe some little more snippet things from me and PD. Uh, maybe some uh, maybe some like straight up drama watches, some adventures. Uh, definitely more recording at con stuff. We're gonna I think from now on hard set rule because I set it in audio and video format. Like when we go to a con, there's going to always be a dedicated video of us going to the K-pop booth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from now on yes. um and just kind of just other little snippety things uh because that's what's always fun on youtube little little bite-sized things that you can uh have some some kimchi some kimbap yeah. some yeah. little side dishes for you <laughs> some uh, yeah uh but yeah follow all the things uh like subscribe and that's it and keep listening and just keep enjoying. Go out, listen to some new music. Go watch episode eight of fucking No Mercy over at One the K. Yes. Uh, but that's it. Until next time. <laughs> that cross promotion Ast- trying to get that money. <laughs> Hasta los huevos. Because Beach, I'm rich. <laughs>